Welcome to another episode of Comedy Commentary. I'm Ethan Timmerman, joined as always by my co-host Jason Grimm. Thank you, sir. On the set list today is Adam Sandler's 100% Fresh. Let's hit the stage. And before we get into it, um, it's a special episode, and uh, I'm going to tell you why. Two things. One, don't, don't tell them. Just be like, it's a special episode. We'll Fair be, point. That's it. I'll it's make a, you wonder. <laughs> well, hopefully we sound better. Right. That's the first thing we want to say is recording on all new equipment. Really professional equipment. We got headphones on, so mm-hmm. I will know if there's pen, pen clicking. Right. We hear it. I mean, you hear everything. The mouth noises are ridiculous. <laughs> That's just an example, so you can listen for it later. Let's play. Are these mouth noises or am I masturbating? <laughs> mm. Trick question. It's both. both. <laughs> um, and the other reason it's a good episode, special episode, is it's our first recording in our new comedy commentary studio. Yeah, you can't tell that because it's a podcast right. and you're listening. But it looks amazing. It does. We'll have pictures. We'll have to post some pictures on yeah, our yeah. Facebook page. For all those people. All of our fans. Yeah. I'm gonna do some shameless plug. By the time you hear this, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be it's not gonna matter. But I will be performing on what's today's date? Fuck. Uh twenty fourth? Nope, 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 twenty sixth. Um, it honestly doesn't matter. 23rd. I just want to point out that I have a show tomorrow, which is on Sunday in Youngstown, just to make myself feel good right. about that. By the time you hear this, it won't matter. You couldn't show up anyway, because that will be in the past. Mm-hmm. And you'll be listening to this in what we at this point consider the future. Right. Right. I and have it, a gig tomorrow, too. And it, 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 watching my kid yeah. while I go to stand up. <laughs> Hey, we're a team. We'll see. That's right. We're a comedy team. You watch my kid while I go on stage and complain about my child. But I will be having another show in March. Semifinals of the Shakers Bar and Grill Comedy Contest. Believe it will be on March 3rd or 5th. It's a Tuesday. At Shakers Comedy. I'll probably clarify that more on the next episode. Because we'll have that released before then. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to come see me do stand-up. And support me in the semifinals. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, we'll Shakers. definitely yeah, I'll put, it on, like, put it on Facebook. I'll get the and, details. It's yeah. not the, the event's not on Facebook yet, because there's round one this week, and then round two, I think, is next week. So. Right, but I mean, we can type out. Right, because that's how the internet works. Right, yeah. It's not, you know, you can you can make your own content. We don't. No, we're lazy. <laughs> we make our own content. We've been doing this for a year, and we've released six episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it, on average is one episode every two months. Yep, yeah, it has been, because what, it popped up on your Facebook mm-hmm. feed, right? A year ago. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to work on that, guys. Yeah, we're... Uh, to, to all the people who genuinely listen to us and enjoy it, we're really going to work on that. Yeah, we're going to definitely try to do a lot more. Right. I mean... Well, now we have the equipment and... The space. The space. Yeah. And we're going to be getting guests on, which I'm super excited about. That was one thing that we um, wanted to get to is be able to have guests on the show. Mm. Yeah, and the new equipment lets us do that. 
yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Yeah. I hope you guys are, too. Hope you sound better. I think we do. I do. Hear ourselves in our headphones. Pretty cool. Yeah. Feels so professional. Right. And, yeah, the like the difference. Because you can hear everything. Yeah. I mean. As can you, the list of they don't give a fuck. (laughs) 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 No one cares. No. All right. All right. Anything else? I think that's pretty much it. New studio, new equipment. Yeah. Um, new all oh, new theme music. You should have heard oh, that. Yep, we didn't hear that because no. we're gonna edit that in later. Right, we're gonna add that. But uh, post, right? Add that in post. Post. That's what they say. That's a little inside baseball for our listeners. That means we do work after this. Right. That's how dedicated we are. But that was a uh, um, very graciously donated to us by fan and friend of the show, Manpreet Weidig. Now, yeah, I guess name. Oh, right. did he? He got he got changed. Good for him. He took his wife's name. Good for him. Yeah, we call him Manny. So. Yeah. So yeah, appreciate. Um, if you don't like the theme music, you can blame it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you don't like it, get on our Facebook, and we will link you to his Facebook. That's so right. And can... he's he's Indian, like, and I mean, dot not feather, so you can be as racist as you yep. want to be. Yep. No one cares about that. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, wow. Let's hope nobody ever listens to this. Right. If like, either of us <laughs> ever runs for office. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our current pre- our current sitting president said he's going to grab somebody by the pussy and got elected. That's fair. So. That's fair. I don't really think that matters too much anymore in politics. No. Well, I mean, that. Dude, we haven't talked about the state of special yet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some Democrats in, in, in trouble in Virginia. I think it is for what? Him and his buddy took a really racist picture back in high school. He's like blackface, KKK thing. Is in the yearbook. <laughs> so just racist school period. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> they put it in the yearbook. Yeah. Um. I don't know. That's a whole. That's like a whole different thing we could talk about. Like, uh, I mean, I, I mean, we could loop it in with the uh, comedy. Um, yeah, racist comedy. They go so well together. No, like this guy is like in his fifties or sixties right now, and he's getting in trouble for something he did when he was sixteen. Right. I mean, I think we've talked about that before. On the yeah, show. But I think about when we're talking about like Louis C.K., right? Louis C.K. Or like, um, did we talk? We talked about James Gunn getting fired off the Gardens Galaxy for tweets he made 10 years ago. Did we talk about I that? I don't know. We do episodes once every two months. We can't remember what we did yeah, in our last episodes. No. But, but you know what we do on this episode, on our podcast? Talk about stand up specials. We do. So let's do that. Let's do that. And then which one are we talking about today? I don't remember anymore. It's Adam Sandler, 100% Fresh. Which give the guy props on that on that name. A guy who in recent years is kind of notorious for how bad his movies are critically reviewed. Names names his stand-up special a hundred percent fresh, which is based on Rotten Tomatoes rating, which is like the kind of like the predominant like movie rating website. Right. Pretty pretty great move. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, yeah, did you see Adam Sandler's new stamp special? Oh, 100% fresh. That's in your mind as meaning that it's good. Right. Like, just, it's in the zeitgeist. Like, you've already associated 100% fresh, if you're familiar with that rating system, as being a good thing. Right. Well, he even mentions Rotten Tomatoes in his special. So Yeah. So, 
good move on the Sandman. Yeah, the Sandman. Um, I loved it. Like, I thought it was fan like it, fantastic. Uh, I like it. We we normally we don't talk about the like, stand up special like because we have a very big no talk policy till the podcast so we get like a natural conversation about it. Sure. But this one we actually did talk about it because we did try to record it before and it didn't really work very well. So we kind of discussed a little bit and we talked about this before. Um, it, it kind of reminds me of his old albums like with, with like the bits and the songs mixed in together. Mm-hmm. But um, so it, it felt, although it's all new stuff, I mean, it's very like fresh for him after doing all the movies he's done. And, uh, but it took me back like nostalgic to like his old albums that I loved when I was a kid. But then I went back and listened to him again. Not that great. Yeah, you showed me a couple, but you're like, listen to this. And it was, it, it was, was not great. It was not the best. Um, I mean, for, and from my experience, all my experience with Adam Sandler growing up, um, I think I was too young or too sheltered to see SNL, Adam Sandler. Um, probably my experiences with Adam Sandler were teenage years with like Waterboy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Longest Yard. What else would he have been in that I'd seen when I was that age? I mean, growing up in a very like conservative Christian household to the point where like, he, like I didn't see Happy Gilmore or anything like that till right. I was well into my late teens because I like bought it myself and stuff like that. So Happy Gilmore, that was was that which one's that? Which what's the what's his golf one? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Uh, what was the one he went to school? Um, Billy Madison? Billy, Billy Madison. So I had Billy Madison on DVD. I don't think, think I saw how Happy Gilmore until I was like in my 20s. Just because yeah. like I wasn't allowed allowed watching that kind of stuff. I mean, to a point. Like I saw Waterboy and stuff. Right. And my dad liked Waterboy. Well, but like. That was kind of like, I mean, it was um, Happy Gilmore out of Billy Madison were like, I mean, those were not for kids. But like his later, like as he. It slowly transferred into, like, grown-ups. Right. Well, I think I've seen that with other celebrities and stuff, too, is once they start having kids, right. they want to start creating content that their kids can watch as right. well. Because, I mean, can you imagine, like, I'm trying to think of a good example of, like, movies like Robert De Niro letting his kids watch <laughs> Goodfellas or something like, like, like his five year old, yeah. Like, yeah. or Leonardo DiCaprio has kids, he's like, Here's Wolf Wall Street, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so I mean, especially with comedians that have kids and want to share that with their kids, right. and there's no content, you know, yeah. And yeah, and his Adam Sandler's earlier stuff was like really adult, um, it wasn't. I mean, it's PG 13. Well, I mean, his albums and stuff were like okay, not adult, but like teen up, uh, PG 13. Well, I mean. He I curses guess. and stuff. He curses in yeah. this one. He says the F word and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's some, like, this is not for the same crowd that watches Grown Ups. Do you, you think? Do you think? That's a that's an interesting point. Um, I don't know if I agree with it because I think the people, I, I, I agree and disagree. Like a seven-year-old. Right. Well, it's not for the kids, but I think right, it's that's for the, what, I, think it's, I, mean. I think it's for the parents of the, uh, the parents kids of the kids who, who like, have like yeah. their kids want to see Grown Ups. Right. And they're like, God, you remember when Adam Sandler used to be good? Right. I think this is for them. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's like, it's kind of a nod of being like, guys, I, I still, right. I'm still that person. Yeah. Still the same name. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's so, what I meant. I, yeah, it, it's for the the grown up fans as opposed to the the kids. Right, and I liked I liked this. Um, I liked it as well. Um, I have talked to some people, some of our friends who have watched this, um, who didn't like it actually. Really? Yeah, they thought so. Something you notice right away when you first start watching it is now with any stand up special for the most part, it's being shot mm. over a several day period. Um, and you usually what happens is the comedian wears the same outfit every night. It's over a weekend. He's doing a couple shows, and then they just kind of piece the best of the shows together, even to the point where they don't. The final edit you see on HBO or TV or Netflix or whatever, Comedy Central, might not even be the same order that he delivered those jokes originally. Right. So it's all it's all put together in editing, um, especially you see multi-camera shots and stuff like that. With But it looks like... It's one it's night. One th- it's one thing. It's one thing. It's like if you went and watched the show, that's what the illusion is supposed to give. Right. It's one show start to finish. With this one, it is very obvious that this has been shot over like five different shows mm-hmm. all over the country. He's in different wardrobes. It cuts back and forth from obviously different locations. Yeah, within like the same it, song and Within bit the same and bits and stuff. So it's very obvious that this was shot in different places, which I was fine with. I it liked. didn't bother me. Well, like it, the first when, – when we first hit play, the first time we watched it, and um, like about a minute or so, and I'm like, I don't know about this. And then like it just kind of clicked because I was a little worried, a little like – it is kind of shaking, like to see like all the different cuts and everything, and then right because you've seen stand up. If you watch enough stand up, you know what it's supposed to look like, right? But yeah, I I, I don't know. Like, I, only person I really talked to about it was you and Abby, and we all liked it. So that that was like their big complaint was like the the jarring of the different. Yeah, and, well, I mean, I don't know if we should talk about other people's complaint on our podcast. Our podcast. Our opinions are what matter Fuck here. Them. This garage that we right. put drywall in, right? My action figures, right? Um, well, yeah, that was it was jarring, very jumping back and forth, and that was something. Um, even if it hadn't been like that, um, his comedy style in this special is not like one cohesive piece, right? A la like Mike Birbiglia, where everything's tied together. It's Bit song song bit bit song song right. bit songs a bit which song, is I mean that's how his albums were back you know when, on his SNL days I mean so that's a, a kind of that's why it took me back is because that it's that style carried that's over style. but it's done so much better like I like I just we just watched it again before we did this and I I like it even more the second time I watched it really? yeah um. I don't know. It's it's good background noise. I don't want to like. I don't know. I I started watching it the second time and I it didn't it didn't capture me the same way as it did the first time. Right. Um. Like I said, for me, it's the and I know like after going back and listening to the albums that they weren't like super great, but it's still takes me back to that time. So it's very, like, it takes me back to high school. For you. Yeah, it takes me back I mean, to high school. Listening to I don't know. It, did, it didn't have a lot of appeal for me the second time. I mean, if it's on, it's fine. I watched parts of it. Um, like you said, we had on and we were watching it. Um, but, I mean, the second time watching it, I really didn't. It didn't click in for me. It was good. Like, I, that's the weird thing. It sounds like contradicting myself. Yeah. But I didn't. 
I don't know. It wasn't like some comedians where I've heard the bit 13 times and I'm like, you know, I still right. enjoy listening to the bit. Um, I mean, I did really like it. Um, the, that bouncing around his style of jumping around gave him the opportunity to like sing or joke or whatever about a very broad range of mm-hmm. subjects. Like I started taking notes. I counted like while I was watching it, he does 23 different songs, right. what I counted. But then at the end, I, I read, went through the credits, and it, he was credited with doing like 28 or something like that. So he's got about 30 different songs he sings through this thing. But they're not like – most of them aren't full songs. Right. There's a few. Yeah, like like a chorus or like a little – Chorus like or like even just a line right. or whatever, something like that, where he just takes some kind of idea um, and just you know throws a spin on it or something. Well, most of them are pretty funny. And uh, you usually don't see where they're going. Um, yeah. They, but I liked a lot of them. They'll take a left turn. But some of them, some of them got really fucking dark, dark too. Yeah. 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 I didn't know the Sandman could go those yeah. places. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he can. Um, that I was actually, actually going to say the same thing. I mean, like, those left turns, some of them are. I mean, there's a song about his dead grandma. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, like, well, grandma's roommate. Yeah. He talks about his grandma's. He goes and visits his grandma and his grandma's well, roommate. One of the songs that he does in the subway, because that was another thing. He does like like hooded sunglass performances in the subway. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a very small part of it. But yeah, there there's a, there is a scene where he, but not busks. I don't know. I guess you can use that. Not really. That's not really the appropriate term. He has everything set up and just kind of sneaks over there. Doesn't yeah. song. He's got sunglasses on. He's got his hood up. Right. You probably wouldn't. If you're a New York, well, New Yorkers don't give a fuck about yeah. anybody doing that anyway. It's for the tourists. But you would never know it was him. But he does a couple. I don't know. I don't remember the songs he did on the subway, do you? Yeah. The one about his the grandma died and he's going to go to the nursing home, steal another one, hope his dumbass kids can't tell the difference. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I don't know. I but, thought yeah, that's that's kind of the darkness that it gets to. I mean, from somebody who's only really known Adam Sandler, I mean, obviously SNL. Um, I mean, everybody thinks that the SNL group they grew up with was the best. So um, that generation loved Adam. You know, got to know Adam Sandler and SNL and then right. his movies, um, which you could argue have steadily gotten gone downhill, which right. he addresses actually. Yeah. In this, but like I, for me, I mean, I haven't listened to his stuff before he was on SNL, but so for me, it was a side of Sandler that I'd never seen before. Right. I don't know if you'd agree with that. Yeah. Like, do oh, you yeah. think? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's completely different than kind of like anything you would know if you, I mean, I was early teens when like all that stuff came out and he, he was on SNL. So like, it's very, similar to like his albums the format but the material is a lot better so like if you weren't back then listening to it like on vinyl yeah vinyl. <laughs> i actually had to go see him live that's the only way we could hear it <laughs> on the coliseum after the right. christians fought the lions right it was yeah he uh he closed <laughs> <laughs> tough crowd yeah <laughs> I really try to bring everybody up. How do you follow that? Right. Is from somebody like, yeah, like, oh, okay, just Christians got mauled by lions. Like, how do you, <laughs> yeah, like, let the, really let the house reset after right, that Right, yeah. Well, that was the so idea. So much energy. Yeah. Because, the, you know, took everybody down. We were really low at that time. And then uh, he came out and did his little skit, and then 
You think they were upset seeing the Christians, like, mauled by lions? I think that's what they're there to see. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought that was the whole point. Like, they won. Honestly, I don't think that ever actually happened in history, but. If you were going to see a man fight a lion, who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for the lion. Oh, that's such a good point. I want to see the lion. Yeah, but I feel like the guy's the under. Like, you know, the, like. The lion's probably going to win. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the dude's a dumbass for fighting a lion. So, I mean, is, I mean, maybe. No, he is. I mean, the last time we saw anybody fight, try to fight a big tiger was Siegfried and Roy. And saw right, that yeah, up. yeah. Siegfried or Roy. One of fucked. them. Well, we're not sure. These, are they still alive? I think so. They, I don't know. One of them, I don't know, one of them got mauled by a tiger. They're Bengal tiger, yeah. They're, yeah, they're albino Bengal tigers. Don't fuck with tigers or lions. Oh my! <laughs> this uh, this episode is sponsored by PETA. That's not true. No, uh, we're not even sitting on chairs. We're sitting on calves right now. They're baby cows. Yeah. And as soon as we're done recording, it's, we're gonna uh, fuck them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then once they're nice and tender, we're going to eat them. That's, that's the best way. That is the best veal you will ever yeah. have. You have to tenderize them from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Like Kobe beef. I was hoping really that someone was going to pop in my head to follow it up with and nothing came. I prefer Wagyu. It's got to be a New York strip. It's a Wagyu, though. Wagyu. S&P. Dress for me. <laughs> We're not allowed to steal no. another show's bits for our show. No. It's a good show, though. Yeah. Which we'll let you guys know what show it is later. Some of you may already know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's becoming like a sleeper hit, I found out. Like... More people than you know know about it. Uh, yeah, I would think so. It's pop... I mean... you Who bought it or... At least broadcasting it, so more people are going to find it on Hulu. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, one thing we kind of talked about is after I kind of went back and listened to the albums and decided that they weren't that great, and then we started talking about um, were they? Well, here's the thing. I want to interrupt. I didn't listen to them, but was it they weren't? They didn't age well. Like, cause you liked them at one point. Yeah, and he obviously got a career off. Right. Yeah, they didn't age very well. Okay, we'll go with that. You really isn't, yeah. Anyways, they didn't age very well back then. But that's kind of what we, what I was going to bring up is, did we all love them so much because of how popular Adam Sandler was back then? I mean, that was in his, you know, SNL, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. He was huge. So like, yeah. You if you didn't like him, you know, like, can someone's fame kind of sway how people take in their content? You know what I mean? That's a really good point. Um, I don't think anybody's saying that we were tricked into liking Adam Sandler and that no. because he became famous, that's the only right. that's the only reason we liked his content. Was, yeah, I mean he was popular before the albums came out. But um they did I mean they didn't age well. Um and because you see it nowadays with things like um like like the Kardashians or 
what is that Cash Me Outside girl? Yeah. She has videos on YouTube. She's a rapper. Right. Now. Who that have like hundreds of thousands of views. And it's like it's I don't like it. I mean Right. I mean But the, but but a meme someone who's a meme becoming famous as opposed to like Adam Sandler who like who who did his paid his dues, did SNL, did movies, and then had all these albums, like I think I I think if there has over the past the recent years, um, if there has been any question to to Adam Sandler's comedy chops, this special puts that to rest. Absolutely, that and that's what I love about it is like because I mean I don't mind the the grown up movies or like don't mess with the Zohan or a lot of the movies that like people have given him crap about. I I kind of you know I. I don't like him as much as I did, you know, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, like sure. those movies. But I enjoyed them. Right. Um, I didn't particularly, but that's because I have taste. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also... I, I am a self I can be a movie stop. Yeah, you can be. Um, which is strange because my favorite movie of all times is Clerks 2, which is not without its own problems. Right. But. Well, I mean, all movies have problems, but I just, I can appreciate him for what they are, you know? Like, he's not going to get, like, an Academy Award or anything like that. They're just fun comedy movies for families and, and all that stuff, but... Um, yeah, so I liked that stuff, but to see him go back to kind of like his roots, his roots was really cool, and and I I I loved it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. Um, it like mix of bits and musical bits. The dude can shred on guitar. Oh, absolutely! Like um, during the um, it's been out for long enough. The Farley song, sure. Um, yeah, he just I mean he he tears it up. Like I like I because. A lot of comedians can play guitar, but to to play it at, well, uh, yeah, at the level that he does, like n- you wouldn't know that he's not like a you know an actual musician up there. I mean, he is a musician. You know what I mean? Well, I mean that's kind of always been part of his his thing. Yeah, on SNL he did songs and stuff. Yeah, Sloppy Joe, <laughs> Turkey song. We really need to watch where it was SNL stuff. No, I remember I've had there was a I had songs on my like MP3 player in high mm-hmm. school and stuff. Yeah. When like is it the Hanukkah one where he like talks about like all the people you might not realize are Jewish yeah. in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Hanukkah song, then like the Hanukkah song two. He has like a follow up one. Yeah, I had those on my MP3 player in high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those ones are like super. Po- it has like a lot of like a few super popular songs. And that was that was before Lonely Island. Yeah, well before he was doing stuff like mm-hmm. that on SNL. So definitely a, a front runner. What's the word I'm looking for? I do this every goddamn episode. You do. There's always a word that you um. <sighs> I'm so bad at this. Forebear? No, fuck me. Whatever. Yeah. Basically, Lonely Island kind of owes Adam Sandler something. 
I don't know. I feel like we're dogging real hard on Adam Sandler. Do you think? I don't know. I feel bad because Adam Sandler is a great comedian. He is. The problem, the problem is, I think, in the past years is his image, I don't want to say tarnished, because I don't think the guy has a problem with doing movies like Grown Ups and stuff like that. I don't think he does either. That's why he does them. I mean, this is coming. The reason I think, and this, is I feel this way, is because I'm coming from my own perspective, which a minute ago I admitted that was can be elitist. Right. Is being like, oh, Adam Sandler sucks now. Like, yeah, he's grown yeah. ups and stuff now. He's lost his. Right. Yeah. But. Coming for that viewpoint, right. trying to, like, prove, like, oh, he's trying to prove they're still funny. I don't think he ever stopped being funny. No. It just it was a funny pri- in a different way. His he priorities was, changed. Yeah, it was directed towards a different crowd. Yeah, well, I mean that's a that's a good point. Um, sometimes I think what well, anybody really struggles with is looking at it from a different viewpoint of your own. Right. Um, when we were talking to your daughter Abby about this, um, she liked the girl. Yeah, yeah her that and was, all her friends loved them. That that was her. That was her experience with Adam Sandler. Was the grown up movies, yeah. and and her, um, I remember her and my two nephews. They would just watch grown ups on like repeat. I mean, just constantly. Like when when we like Christmas time, whatever, we'd all be together. Just that's all they would watch over and over again. I mean, they loved it. That's what I'm saying. It's it wasn't for like these movies, like especially grown ups. They're not for. He's not trying to do the same thing that he did with the other, like Happy Gilmore. It, it's completely different. I mean, it's it, it's kind of like when Bob Dylan went electric. We're gonna take your word for that one. <laughs> I don't fucking know who the fuck still listens to Bob Dylan. I don't. It was a big thing. Was when, it a big deal? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He went from like yeah, folk acoustic to electric. A lot of people were like. Yeah, they weren't happy about it. But he was doing it for a different thing. <laughs> there was riots in the streets. There were, yeah. Thank you for that very topical <laughs> example. It was, it was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Fuck you. When Dylan went electric. When we switched from loose leaf tea to tea bags <laughs> in the 1920s. <laughs> I, I want... Have you seen the, um, like, the tea that like you get like a glass like teapot uh-huh. and you put like a little bulb in the bottom and it's tea and you pour the hot water and like a, it blooms and there's like a flower in the bottom really it's amazing you youtube that shit you can buy like the kit because it comes with like a glass like a teapot you boil the water you put the thing in the bottom and they're just like i feel like over the past 50 years in america we figured out so many ways to make things more convenient and now the trend is just to do them the old, inconvenient ways. Right. Yeah. And figure out how to do them that way instead. Yeah. It's the hip thing to do. I guess. Yeah. It takes 14 hours to brew my tea. <laughs> but there's a flower in the bottom. It it goes pretty quick. I don't know. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a, uh, a Japanese-Asian thing. I saw it on an anime. I was like, I wonder if that's real. And I Googled it, and I'm sure shit... And there's 14 porn, anime porn videos with it in it. Yeah. And I watched all of them, didn't see the teapot, any of them. <laughs> but I wanted to make sure. You, he, he, got the, he got the Japanese 
um, word for tutorial wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really took him down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh. rabbit hole isn't the right word to use. Maybe it is. They'll never be the same. Oh man, that like like these baby calves we're sitting on. Yeah, they're uh, they're gonna be delicious. So tender. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tenderize it real good. <laughs> Why does this cow taste like dick? <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever, right. but they will. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Uh, we were, you know, it's like, we were like having like a good conversation and it just went. It's a comedy podcast, Jason. There wasn't enough laughs. (laughs) Kind of like Adam Sandler's latest movies. Uh, Like, where's Kevin James for this? Right. There's actually that Brooklyn Nine-Nine bit where, um, well, I mean, Andy Samberg, I mean. Yeah. Worked with Adam Sandler, whatever, where they're having an auction and Adam Sandler's there. And Andy Samberg calls him out. He's like, What about what? What is Adam Sandler doing at an auction for like Greek antiques? And Adam Sandler's like, I'm actually a very serious guy. I'm writing a, a movie about like the Russian Revolution or something. And Adam Sandler's like, Yeah, who does Kevin James play in it? <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, very funny. And then gives the character that Kevin James is going to play in it. It's pretty great that, like, Adam Sandler can make fun of himself. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Kevin James is getting a paycheck. So got those uh, King of Queens residuals coming in. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's set. Oh, yeah. I mean, I always always like Kevin James personally. King of Queens is a great show. Absolutely. Um, Like, when you look, yeah, like, I used to watch it all the time. Back yeah. in his own, like, oh, yeah, yeah, growing up, years. I watched it all the time. Yeah, Rob Schneider's funny, mm-hmm. David Spade's funny. I was just watching, I watched Joe Dirt the other day. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's a great, it's a great movie. Yeah, Joe Dirt's a real good movie. The Space Peanut, <laughs> <laughs> is this queer? Is this queer? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Fuck. But uh, yeah, Adam Sandler. Um, oh, you know what I like about the special is like it wasn't all like the same music type. Cause he raps, which yeah. does really good at rapping. He's got like a like an eighties kind of like. What was the rap about? It was Candy Bar or something like that? Something. Hmm. I had the one about filling wallet keys, which is what I do every time I leave the house now. I get that song stuck in my head. And then, um, shit, what was the other one about? Was it about? No, because he had the song about the candy. Yeah, because he messed the... the. Yeah, the piano guy messed up. And, so, yeah. so during the whole thing, it's him and another guy on stage. And there's a guy playing piano as backup for him. Right. Which we have no idea who this guy is. Mm-mm. I'm assuming, you know, he does. <laughs> I'm sure. Because he's in every episode, like, he's in all the shows, so I'm guessing Adam Sandler knows him. How funny would it have been if they had used a different person on piano right, on each every one, single and then time. kept cutting back and forth between all these takes? That would be great. Yeah. But it might mess with the audio a little bit. 
Because the piano guy does like have parts in some of the songs. Yeah, he does sing. All right. I mean, so let's let's talk about like the the focal point of this whole thing. I think, which was the Chris Farley tribute. Yeah. What about it? <laughs> it was apparently it was there, and that's all we're saying about it. <laughs> it happens, and we're done with it. <laughs> all right. See you guys later. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <That's> dude. <laughs> Well, you were bringing so, it up. Hurry up so I can fuck this cow. <laughs> <laughs> hurry up so I can fuck this cow. <laughs> we get that put on a t-shirt. t-shirt. And just like on the front, there's just like bit a wide-eyed cow. <laughs> like gloves <laughs> off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> If it's if it's a, a young calf, is that like still? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, is that like double trouble? Do you want a fucking eighteen year old cow? Like, please, how rough and like stringy is that going to be? Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Chris Farley saw it. I was trying to think about like who's like a notorious child molester. <laughs> One of your heroes. Jesus Christ Okay oh Ooh topical reference actually I want to be the R. Kelly of fucking cows You're gonna piss on him first? No I just meant Because he just got arrested for having sex with minors Again? He just turned himself in like today because there's like a big expose, like they have a documentary about it, and they finally like turn himself in. The point being, right, is I want to fuck young cows. That's what I'm trying to get. You. Right, yeah. And then eat it. I really disappointed. That was not a phrase I ever thought I was going to say. I really want to fuck young cows. <sighs> Never gonna be president. Mm-mm. Thank God. I don't think either one of us would make the anxiety and indecision. And just the, we'd have to be like, we're going to have these great ideas and then we just won't do them. <laughs> that would be four years of our presidency. Right. Like we're going to do, we're going to do this and then release it once every two months. Right. For four years. That's right. And then try to get reelected. Yeah. I spend a lot of time at the, um, wherever the presidents go. Camp. David. There we go. Is it David? Yeah, it's David. Mm. Wherever they go to vacation. Very inventive name. Yeah. Like, who's there right now? Oh, Dave. All right, it's Camp David. Yep. That wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the Chris Farley song? It, was, right. it was fantastic. It was, well, it, was a, it was a very touching tribute it was. to Chris it was, Farley. Yeah, it was very emotional. Um, like, because uh, he kind of, like, has like some of the things that they talked about, like, um, like as like words to the song, and um, I mean, just like, so there was, so what you're saying is there was a song, and then there was words in the song, and they touched you, yes, just like you're gonna touch this cow. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he had parts of the song that were conversations between him and Chris Farley. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because he would have, like, uh, I don't know, he said something about, um, 
if he doesn't slow down, he's going to end up like Belushi and Candy. And then Farley said, well, they're my heroes, so that's dandy or something. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and he said, you know, that's actually something that he said. So, Yeah, I mean, which really gives you kind of insight on right, you know, exactly. Chris Farley's perspective. And, like, so this this was something I noticed outside of that bit. Um, this special seems very um, – Adam Sandler feels, seems very vulnerable yeah. in this. Um, a side of him that like we haven't really seen before, um, and you can really tell how much he like loves and appreciates his audience, and how mm-hmm. much like he's kind of burying his soul a little bit. Yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of parts of it are silly and stuff like that, um, and about like the smelly Uber driver and stuff right. like that. But like, yeah. but then you have moments like that, you know, with a like a beautiful tribute to you know his friend. Who died that really showed the you know the heart of the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah and then even the um the song that he had after it like the, he was kind of singing to his wife's song um at the very end of it he even said you know this part's for you guys you know the, the crowd the audience and you know he you could tell how yeah how much he loves his audience it, yeah the it ended very like uh emotionally yeah which is good. Mm-hmm. I like. I'm, I'm interested to see um, what his plans are after this. Like, yeah. is he trying? Like, did just Netflix offer him a shit ton of money, and right. that's why he did it? Or is this is this you know him not relaunching his career, but maybe going a different direction, different with it, direction no. with it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is maybe. he getting back into stamp? Because we're seeing a resurgence of people like. Him, Chris Rock, Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle, that generation who yeah. were started up as stand up, went a different direction, you know, had careers outside of stand up who are now starting it again. And is it back going to something going back to something they are passionate about? Or is it just because of like how popular like Netflix and I mean Netflix can, can be both? Right. I mean, I'll do something I'm passionate about for a seven figure paycheck. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, it'd just be interesting to see. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, definitely. But, th- I mean, those guys don't need the fucking money. No, they don't. Chris Rock might after the divorce, but, like. Yeah, he, yeah, that's very true. Sailor doesn't need the fucking money. No, nah, he's still with his wife. Chappelle don't need the fucking money. No, these guys really do. Does Chappelle no. need the money? I don't think so. He lives in fucking Ohio. Yeah. Does he need the money? I know, I'm just saying, the fucking cost of living here is ridiculous. Ridiculously yeah. low because yeah. nobody wants to be there. <laughs> That's true. But if you want to find a house to make method, you're going to get it for cheap, right? And no one's going to care, right? You just then you take that off your bottom line. You're selling your meth for cheaper. Get it your easily. customers are happy. It's just a full circle. Really, just helps out the economy a lot. How about the economy by making meth in Ohio? <laughs> Like where there's like an obvious epidemic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man. That's actually how we sedate the cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Is this the worst this is worse than the whiskey in the butt? Episode. Oh absolutely. So looking forward to your daughter listening to this. Mm-hmm. And her friends. And my ex wife. Who apparently listens to him. It's a good thing we're not I'm, fighting for custody right now. 
you don't need this. You need this plate in the courtroom. Like your honor. Clearly, he's going to fuck a cow. Yeah, not fit to be a father. Like it was a bet. Yeah. My dick smells like Wendy's now. (laughs) Always fresh, never frozen. I've been calling it the Baconator for years. I never knew it was going to come full circle. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm loving it. I'm also tone deaf, so that was supposed to be McDonald's. Yep. Are we going to end it there? <laughs> I feel like that's a good thing. I think that's a good place to end it. <sighs> ba, 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 ba. I'm loving it. Better that time. Ba, 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 ba. You know who did that? Yeah. Justin Timberlake did that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Are we recording right now? We're we just gonna edit this out. I don't know. I think we should edit it out where I did the last bump of like the first bump of bump of I'm loving it, and that's just the end of the yeah. episode. Okay. Or we can just leave this in. <laughs> I don't think we should leave this in. No. At this point, I think it's pretty much gone. Yeah. Was there anything else? You, I mean, no, nah, it was pretty much yeah. not another bit. Because the reason we're at, we're at 597 right now. Okay. So. It's got to be shut that fucking thing off, man. There's not. I'm going to look for a new app. Yeah, I, I don't. Like, what the fuck? All right. I-